0: (laughs) Oh, hello. Hi, guys. Welcome to Hot Takes. My name is Skeleton Lipstick, and with me is Young Shiro. Hot Takes is a Vaporwave Twitch show where we discuss, well, Vaporwave and other music opinions. There's no bad opinions on Hot Takes, but we try not to punch down. And we have a nice time here, and we bring on somebody from the scene who's our friend and get to know them a little bit better. And of course, the chat is very involved in this as well. And we appreciate you guys letting out any questions that you can come up with for our guest. And um, aside from that, uh, is that good? Good good job?
1: That's perfect. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Chris, for doing our intro. Uh, Can't have people hearing my voice at the beginning of every podcast episode. Welcome, regulars. Welcome, new folks. I see some awesome faces in chat. Um, Very, very glad to see you all here again, especially since we only gave you a week-long break. Uh, We're very excited about our guest tonight, and all we ask is that you keep the questions going, because... We do our best to never skip a question. Uh, thank you all the way. Thank you all the way. Thank you always to our mods who help us keep us in touch with, um, you know, what questions are pinned. So we never, ever skip one. Um, commands. You guys, uh, if you saw the intro, can type uh, exclamation point Spotify to check out our Spotify playlist. We now have not just the best of or the the like hot takes recommended playlist. We have an exclusive playlist submitted to us by Whitewoods with 10 of his favorite 80s cinema like ost songs so check that out thanks lux for the um the exclamation point discord we've also got explanation point donate where if you feel so led you can donate to the show all donations are completely optional and go right back to the community with commissions and equipment upgrades for skelly and i and your friends like sega octopus you can also type in follow Follow uh, the show, or you can t- type in Skelly and Shiro. If you like any one of us particularly, you can follow us on our socials as well. Keep us in the loop about volume levels, if the music's too loud, if Skelly's too loud, if I'm too quiet, etc. And uh, I'm going to get started with a couple recommendations. Um, I don't have any Vaporwave recommendations tonight, guys. I'm sorry. Um, And I've been really having a tough time finding good shit within and without, uh, so... I hope you'll bear with me. I've been uh, really, really scratching the bottom of the barrel, but I found some good shit to recommend. We're going to start with an album by... It's not an album. It's actually a comp by a, uh, a label uh, whose name actually unfortunately escapes me. <laughs> um, but it's called Blunts and Junts. Thank you for the generous donation, Luxury Noise. Blunts and Junts is a really interesting uh, collection of lo-fi house meets like memphis rap like lo-fi lo-fi memphis rap so if you like stuff like dj sacred um uh what the fuck is that guy's name hp shawty um check out blunts and junts if you're a fan of hip hop or house or just lo-fi music in general you could call that vapor adjacent definitely recommend checking out that comp and then on the uh, the topic of actual albums, um, there's a fella named Jordan Anderson who uh, was never super popular in the scene, but he w- he released some work via um, Illuminated Paths and Elemental 97, a short-lived uh, House and Branks label uh, by uh, my buddy Miel and uh, Devin. So don't recommend you buy the album via this link, but if you want to check out Revolution of Roses by Jordan Anderson... Uh, stream it at the very least it's a beautiful ambient breaks album that's made by somebody that doesn't necessarily make vaporwave, but is is active within the scene uh, so if you're a fan of, of ambient or just like vibey breakbeat check out revolution of roses um, it's got a very like kind of unassuming album cover but it, it's 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 a very enjoyable experience at least in my opinion not super long either very digestible uh, and then this last one in, in grand fashion is a bit of a stretch. want to challenge you guys a little bit. If anybody is a fan of deconstructed club music or just experimental electronic music a la Arca, uh, Fatima Al-Kadiri, or like um, Ash Kusha, One O tricks point never definitely recommend an artist that goes by Jacob but spelled with three J's. So like J.J. Jacob jacob makes what i tried to describe to vape error as the donkey kong country soundtrack if it were really sad so and it's a little more ambient than that don't want to hype it up too much but vulnerable growth by jacob is just very very beautiful a very interesting sound palette that i think you would appreciate skelly since you like kind of darker music thank you saturn Foo for the generous donation love you guys um, if you like sad dark experimental music you gotta check up vulnerable growth by Jacob via the link uh, that I posted don't think you can buy it via SoundCloud but you know I think it's available via bandcamp and Apple music I was just too lazy to find those links I'm gonna turn the uh, spotlight over to Skelly who has our hot take for the evening
0: uh, okay so you know one thing that we've discussed a few times, it, it particularly in this scene or any music scene is the idea of the anonymous artists versus the ones who are not anonymous right when so we've always talked about you know we talk about how interesting anonymous artists are because of their anonymity because of their mystery because of the sort of crowd uh, they create with their persona and how that can work to their advantage but I want to put some attention maybe on the artists that, that don't do that so the artists that okay so if you're gonna go the other route and you're gonna be someone who is not anonymous and produce music on in you know under your own you know with, with your face revealed etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, how important is the personality of that artist to the music does the is the, it's a kind of a question for you guys do you, you, you know if, the, if you do know who the artist is and they do have a persona and they are out there do you find them to be more, is it more are they more are you interested in what they're like how much does their personality affect how you process the music? Do you find that? Do you find the music to be more interesting if the person themselves is a more interesting character? If they have more interesting takes? If they're a controversial character? If they're a dark character? If they're a very, very friendly character? You know, how important is that to, to whether you're going to engage with their music or not? I think it's actually very important, personally. Um, I think that the more depth. That the person seems to you know who decides to put themselves out there seems to display kind of makes me more interested in their music sometimes even when they're more controversial it makes you more interested in their music does that play a big role i mean if you are an artist who's going to put yourself out there and claim your music and, and not go the way of being anonymous is it incumbent on you to kind of i don't know be kind of an interesting figure right is that in, is that important um i I think it kind of is. I think that if, you know, uh, if you are an artist and you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to really, you know, have your face and your personality be out there, I don't know, I think that you actually, you should strive to be an interesting figure. Uh, um, you know, I, I, it's, it's, it, I just think it helps you. I think it's, I think it's, I think it makes people become more interesting. It's not necessary. You could be an extremely good producer. And sort of be a bit of a boring person. But I uh, I don't know. I think that the more interesting the artist is when I know who they are, like, you know, I, I kinda get more interested in their music. You know, it does go back to that whole thing of like, I don't know, do we really sort of idolize the the, the tortured artist types or the, the difficult to understand artist types? And I'm not sure. What do you think, Shiro?
1: That that's a really good question. And people are sounding off in the chat with their opinions, and we appreciate that. Um I think it's probably easier on the artist to not let it all hang out because it's just literally less work, you know, and some, some anonymous artists can do it without having to have their personality out there, like Blank Banshee. Like, does anybody know anything about what Blank Banshee's personality is like? No. You know? Um, but then there are some artists, and I, I put in chat, acts like 3D Blast and DiscoHolic have almost transcended
0: their music. example, yeah.
1: Pad Shinnington. Mm-hmm you know like at this point people really like them for who they are in it and and maybe they don't even care about their music they just like them as a personality or maybe that drives engagement with their actual product who knows man but i definitely think that it's something that you know you want to i guess like if you're going to put yourself out there you probably want to be careful about right you don't want to somebody said in chat um Oh, who said it? Celadon dream Suite. I'll say this. The person's behavior can make me not want to listen.
0: <laughs> that's, that's definitely true. a thing too. <laughs> yeah, and that's and- another thing. Isn't that right? 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, yeah, that's absolutely true. It is an interesting fine line to walk, whether you're going to be like someone who's like sort of antagonistic to the point that you can be, I don't want to, you don't even want to have people engage with you, yeah. but, um, you know, I I you know, I'm always surprised when I when I meet people who are producers or artists and like they're not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, and like, then there's I'm
1: always a, artists like I'm... begotten or like telepath where the legend well, are is almost more important.
0: Acts, again well, yeah, that's more those people who are going in an anonymous right. act, once again. But um but you know, I met Telepath and you know, he's a, yeah, true he's a very interesting figure as well when you talk to him but um yeah i don't know i'm always surprised when, honestly when i meet people who are really good artists and, and make really interesting music or art and they're you know, relatively normal people and, yeah like, that's actually the thing because like i'm a crazy person and i'm so <laughs> shocked when i meet people that like dude stuff and are not crazy i'm like how so it's interesting to me i i expect all artists to be crazy sometimes i think the ones yeah. that are very normal like there's something going on there. just make,
1: i will uh, say it doesn't surprise me that some people like that aren't way out there end up being kind of like quiet or just really like benign people like i i met luzine one time guy who's been on ghostly international for a super long time and he's his personality is not really out there and surprise surprise i said hello to him and he was very like not talkative at all you know so maybe some of the quieter people just they're that way because they're just not loud in your face people you know yeah, Which is, you know, that's fine. Not everyone could be like you and me, right?
0: <laughs> I'm not yeah, I mean, they don't have to be loud, but I'm just surprised they're not crazy. But well, I guess we better. I guess sweet. we better
1: see what our uh, our our treasured guest for tonight thinks about that. Everybody, give a warm welcome to Sega Octopus. If you're not familiar with Sega's work, Sega Octopus not only is a renowned vapor adjacent, uh, mostly eight bit artist. Uh, but she works on a lot of like stop motion stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen some of the work she's done for like Equip and some of the other artists, it's really well put together. And when you when you see like the the role, the final product, it's like, damn, this is really impressive. Uh, so she does a lot of homages for acts in the scene um, and is half of the site sounds and conversations uh, duo along with Codex Boy Encyclopedia. So, if you're a fan of uh, Sight, Sounds, and Conversations, obviously you'll be excited. And if you're not, you should check it out. It's uh, it's the show that they put on, and it's probably the most experimental and freeform vaporwave live stream event uh, that is in the scene, in my opinion. Both of us have been guests. Um, so, go ahead and unmute yourself. We're going to take the screensaver down, and everyone say hello to Sega Octopus. What's Hi, up? everyone.
2: Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited Thank to be here. Thank you for being
0: Ooh, can't wait. Come We're on.
1: incredibly excited. It has been a long time coming. You know, you've been with us since day one. We've needed... We, we should have had you on here a year or two ago. What well, we do you gotta, think? we got
0: to pace ourselves. We yeah. That we have to, like, you know... Right,
1: it's right. so <laughs> tough to choose who's coming on next that when you get put on... And the list is very long... When you get put on, it's like, all right, this is somebody special. And people are, are going nuts in the chat. What do you think about um, people that are that are anonymous or, or, or people that are more, like, larger personalities? Do you think that helps drive their brand? What do you think?
2: Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I could think of a few examples, like Banksy or... Um I guess apex twin isn't really anonymous but i don't know much about like his life or anything but uh i say you know whatever the artist is comfortable with you know uh personally uh as you know i'm kind of quiet so whenever i'm i am outward i feel like i'm playing a character a little bit so that's why i'm kind of in costume and stuff you know
1: hell yeah Uh, interesting but
2: But yeah, I definitely think uh, it's very hard for me to separate the artist from the art. Uh, it, it's just it goes hand in hand, like a uh, big example of somebody who I I did uh, like their music a lot, but now it's a little different because of the things that have he has said recently. And it, it, a big example is Kanye West. <laughs> I'll just Damn. put it out there hot takes
1: from the goddamn jump yeah Okay.
2: i'm sorry i've just been a little you know (laughs) you
1: don't owe anybody an apology
2: (laughs) i just i'm a little disappointed in him um in general in that and i don't listen to his music very much anymore so (laughs) it definitely affects um who that person is with their music and i don't think uh it's very hard to separate those two things because then I think about the person, you know.
1: Yeah, do you do you find yourself when when an artist is particularly like problematic or just just turns you off? Do you stop consuming their art entirely, or do you just like maybe just stop paying for it, or are you able to completely separate and and still enjoy their work?
2: Uh, you know, maybe at one point, but there is a mourning period, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I know, like, but- there's artists. That I, you know, have had to like break ties with, and I'll still consume their art. I just won't pay for it, or like no, right. shout it out and promote it. But I'm not gonna like has yeah. said many times. Like you can't pretend you didn't hear that one Smith song and it didn't change your life. Like you can't like not have that memory
0: i can't i can't be unmoved by what moved me you know what i mean And that's my relationship with the thing it doesn't matter who made it or who, whatever like i felt it i was moved by it i can't go back and pretend i wasn't you know what i mean like it happens that's 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 a, that's a thing that happened. now i don't have to support it i don't have to pay for it but well i heard it when i was 16 and like it moved me and it was important to me and am i supposed to pretend that didn't happen it did
2: yeah and i mean there's a lot of examples of shitty people who are artists and stuff and sometimes you do just it's a little type. varying
0: degrees of it too you know what i mean yeah. yeah yeah it depends
1: you could be like ian watkins you know or you could be like you know you said a word that you shouldn't have say you used a slur like one time when you were 16 you know definitely like a, a range a hell of a range there
0: it's a range it's different for everybody
1: Right.
2: Yeah, I guess in a perfect world we could all be anonymous and then create our own, you know, personas and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it definitely is hand in hand. uh, Because if I hear an artist is really nice or something, and I kind of like their music, I'll give it more of a chance to. If I know that person's a genuine, genuine good person. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) it is nice when you meet your, your heroes or whatever, and they're like kind people. That's
0: really always wonderful, isn't it? For sure. It, it <laughs>
1: happens a lot in this scene, thankfully. <laughs> Maybe yeah, not. I mean, true. I don't want to act like we're a special scene that's, like, different and better. I mean, I might be a <laughs> little biased, right? But it's it definitely sucks when you meet your heroes and they're, like, shitty people.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, run up the questions for Sego in chat, y'all. Um, Chris, uh, I'm sure you've got a lot yeah. of good ones that we can start with. Of course.
0: Okay, so first thing I have to ask you, there's actually a few questions I have to ask you. I guess I get to start early, which is when did you start really making art? When, when, what drew you to it?
2: Ah, well, I've always been drawing since I could hold a pencil, basically, <laughs> and um, I think it really hit me when, like, I started school in like kindergarten, and one of my yeah. Uh, teachers was basically like oh that's pretty good like nice sheep there and then i was like wow i can draw a sheep yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's where it all started yeah (laughs) um but yeah so uh it's always been like a hobby for me uh like i would buy like how to draw books like one of the main ones that i stuck onto was a fantasy book where you know it would show you how to do a dragon and step-by-step kind of thing. I remember those. Uh, Yeah. uh, So I did a lot of that. And then I would draw comics here and there in school. And I was that kid always drawing on like your notepad instead of doing their homework and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, So, so yeah, it's always been in my life. It's always been a thing. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, What made
0: you keep pursuing it? What made you keep pursuing it behind, beyond just, you know, making small sheet photos and and drawing dragons? What made you decide to, you know, to keep doing this? To be this, to be the thing that, like, you know what, this is a thing I'm good at and I'm proud of it. Was there a, a moment where you really came to this, like, knowledge of, you know what, I think I'm going to be doing this for a long time?
2: Um, I guess when I, I started taking it a little bit more seriously is when um, I started reading more comics, um, more manga and stuff um i i started writing just like my own little stories uh and i think from there i got more involved in my creation um so i guess that's when i started taking it more seriously was when i was like oh i'll I'll do a narrative i'll create a character or Mm -hmm. like stuff like that and um I was always the type of artist who was like, yeah, I love animation. Um, I'll watch any kind of animation, uh, but I'll never touch it cause it's way oh, too wow. hard. Takes too much time. So that's kind of why I leaned on the comics where it's like,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
2: I thought it was going to be less work, but I would say <laughs> probably just as much work, if not more sometimes, <laughs> um, than animation in comparison to comics. But, uh, I think doing the comics for a while wasn't as satisfying for me, and I slowly started like rotoscoping stuff for animation, um, and that's where oh, it yeah. kind of led me into what I'm doing now. And I'm trying to uh, well, right now I'm actually working on a music video. Um, oh, sick! Which wow, it's just taking me a long time to you know do I it. I imagine. Yeah. Uh, But that's my goal. Eventually uh, creating a link with what I'm doing illustratively and then hopefully being able to animate it. Um, Yeah. I think a good example I can share with you guys I don't know if you guys uh, have seen uh, Bonnie Chan's new video. It's an animated Mm -hmm. video she did with like Toby Fox. I I put it in the Equip Discord, but. um, Okay. Wait, hold on. she did the cover art for uh, Eclipse Curse Breaker. Oh, she did. Okay. I, Gaiden. Yeah. I'm so bad so, at
1: remembering names, so thank you for clarifying that.
2: Yeah. Um, anyway, I love her artwork, but uh, she was able to make this video, and it was really beautiful, and I was like, Ooh. this is what I want to do <laughs> for my <Damn>. life. <laughs> um, so if you guys are curious that... Uh, I don't know maybe i could post the link of it yeah
0: please do blow up the chat with links that would be great i was trying to google it right now but you could post a link would love that so you're very much into rotoscoping what did what made you decide to get into the rotoscoping
2: um so i don't have any kind of animation background besides like character design Mm. Uh, um So I thought it would be an easy way to, Mm -hmm. (laughs) again, uh, here here goes like my kind of laziness, kind of guiding me through my life.
1: (laughs) Um, Let's call it efficiency.
2: Yeah, efficiency. But uh, here, I'm going to post this real quick. So rotoscoping is basically tracing over like a video type of thing. I'm going to post it in the chat. Is that cool? Uh,
1: It's absolutely cool.
2: Okay. We we
1: promise we will get to y'all's questions. Thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I started with tracing videos, and it was very like self-explanatory. You know, you trace over the image that you want, and then you kind of look at it. Um, So it was an easy transition for me to be able to like learn animation that way. Um, So that's what really drew me to it. gotcha I, I think, sorry, Shira. I think you mentioned. Um, um, You're you said about another the... form. Of animation, mentioned... but it's not. Ex- but it's not exactly what I. Do. I think <laughs> I said stop <laughs> animation,
1: and it's because I'm I'm a plebeian and don't know.
0: I I always think of uh,
3: <laughs> no, it's <some> okay.
0: Of, <laughs> I always think of like uh, heavy traffic or some of the other Ralph Bakshi stuff when I think of the Yeah, the me too. Or that Rangers one Lord of the
1: Rings movie. The yeah. movie. Yeah, oh yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah when you said rotoscope, so I was weird. like, that's what I meant.
2: <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, that's something I actually strive for, um, is to maybe do stop motion at some point, because I love that stuff, too. <laughs> so. Oh, you're right. Um, stop
1: motion is completely different. I'm a dumbass. Yeah, no I, I'm glad that you knew what I meant.
0: Or yeah, Waking Light or A Scanner Darkly, yeah, I see that stuff. Oh,
1: yeah, that was absolutely, and that was a wild. Mm-hmm. Those are great films. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: definitely we a are. big inspiration
1: we're drowning in questions thank you Chad really? we have we have so many it. questions let me Can just get... ask
0: really quick before we get I just want to ask really quickly um and this is a question that I like to ask a lot of the, the visual arts that come on you know how did you figure out what your style was going to be I feel like it's such a difficult thing for the artist to do so figure out like, what's going to be like how what my style looks like how did you figure that out you know what I mean
2: oh man, that's that's funny that you asked that question, because even now I feel yeah. like I, I don't have a solidified style. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you're a jack of all I, trades for sure.
0: But, you know, yeah. there's definitely a distinct style that you draw, like you're uh, you know, moving away from any of the I doubt doing 8-bit or rotoscoping, or you, have, like, you still have a distinct style of how you draw figures and how you, you know, how do you come to that? Or are you th- do you think you're still working on it?
2: Yeah, um, I guess when I first, uh, did kind of vaporwave fan art, uh, I did a series of like chibi fan art. Um, that's right. Oh yeah.
1: Those were great.
2: Um, so I think that's like the first style that I really gravitated towards was like a really cute, like precious moments. Almost feeling like really soft, really cuddly, you know, type of things. Um, and then from there, I guess it kind of grew into other things, other, other styles that I like and I'd like to be better at. So I guess it kind of just grows from my interest and what I like in general. Um, I think the biggest example of uh, my love for like chibi stuff is like, uh, this is going to sound kind of cheesy, but it's like when Pikachu came out, I was like, yeah, it's cute. But when Pichu came out, I was like, oh
3: like it's damn
2: smaller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect proportions you know like big head small body I don't know for some reason that kind of stuff really attracts yeah. me so um, yeah
1: let me get a, a chat question or two out of the way Chris um, Ashburn Inks from way from way way back Ashburn Inks how do you deal with burnout when you've drawn your whole life
2: burnout huh uh, well I do something else I will either play a video game Or go outside Touch some grass There you go <laughs> Um, Completely not think about The thing that I'm working on Because I don't know I feel like if I'm even working At being good at a game in general Like for example I play a lot, a lot of D- uh, DDR And uh, Hitadora Which is like uh, like Guitar game game. Oh
1: nice, yeah, the the rhythm type games.
2: Yeah. Um, if I do other things, I feel like when I come back I'm a little better better at it, you know? Uh, so I feel like same goes for art. You know, I take a little break, take a little breather and then Good on you. Get refreshed coming back, yeah.
1: I know sometimes I get so in the like in the focus mode, and I'm not an artist. I mean I was a long time ago, but sometimes I get in the zone and like if something's not going right it's like no i must concentrate on it until it gets gets good but it doesn't work it doesn't work that way
2: no yeah um, i've been there a lot too where i'm like i just want to get this done and sometimes yeah. you end up messing things up rather than making it good so <laughs> the has life. a
1: really good question wants to crack the crack open the ai question Pros versus cons of emergent AI as it relates to visual art and art as an actual occupation. What do you think about AI, Sego?
2: Oh boy, I knew this question was going to arise mm-hmm. at some point. Right. So, God, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it takes a little different probably from a lot of y'all, maybe a little bit on the internet. So I'm not against data AI, AI at all. Like I think it's a great tool for us to be able to use. Um when uh Skelly posted a bunch of pictures of him and his significant other like using uh I or remember when everyone was doing the I really AI? remember that. Yeah. 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 Skelly did some and then I stole them back and then mm-hmm. yeah, and- I love
0: what
2: you did. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I basically, you know, regurgitated that. And if it wasn't for the AI, already kind of doing like half the work for me, I wouldn't have been able to capture what I did, you know? So I think it's a great tool for us to be able to use. Um, On the other side, I could see why artists that, you know, already have a foot in the door and make money off their art are, you know, concerned about their art getting ripped off.
1: Um, yeah
2: I just don't see where they they might lose clients but to be honest you know AI is not all there yet like they can't do everything Like yeah they definitely don't do be,
1: hands very well
2: yeah that's a big, big thing um, but even if they did I just think the human aspect of it is never gonna go away and I don't think people should be as worried as they are about it, they they make it sound like how when the printing press was invented, and then like all of a sudden, like calligraphers Ooh. aren't going to be a job or something. No, calligraphers. Um, Spittin'. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's just a great tool, honestly. And we should be friends with AI because, like, you, along the line, when you know they're gonna they're gonna grow up. We're just going to have to live alongside So like <laughs> a
1: labor-saving device. Like, we're yeah. not mad at people for using dishwashers, is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a certain degree of that. Uh, obviously, it's a little more complicated, you know, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, King Quartz
1: the- has a really good follow-up question, and then I'll, I'll turn it back over to the doctor. Uh, he says, should people be able to profit and sell AI art as if it's their own? Does sending a unique prompt into a computer constitute making art?
2: Um, I don't think people should be able to profit, but I mean, good on them if they can, you know? Right. That's pretty impressive. Well, like, supposedly there's a-
1: already been a couple people that have, like, said that they made something and it, like, the lie detector test determined that was a lie. Like, it was AI, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think fair game, honestly, on that. Uh, it's a little bit of a cheat, you know, because yeah. I like to get my hands into my work and be like, yeah, I I put the effort in for that. Uh, but, you know, if you can manage to tell someone something like that, then cool. You had a good idea to begin with, maybe, you know, you, appe- you appealed to somebody. So I'm not going to say it's completely ethical, but what we live in america so capitalism you
1: know it's a complex issue is it not (laughs) chris i'm Ah. sure you got a heater that you're thinking of right now
0: yeah i just kind of want to know how you got involved with vaporwave what how did you discover it how did you Um, get and how did you decide you want to get involved with the community
2: yeah so actually i will admit it was mostly manny that kind of got 50%. me into it uh shout out
1: codex shout out yeah, codex yeah.
2: codex had a few friends um that just you know I was like he was like hey maybe you can make art for them uh hmm. and then i i started making friends with them and you know slowly trickled into getting to know all of y'all and
3: mm-hmm.
2: I, mean, I do got to give a, him a little bit of credit cuz uh he was the one who encouraged me to do some of the chibi art and stuff, and be just be like, "Hey, fuck, fuck it! I'm that's sure awesome, people man. will love your portraits and stuff." And at the time, I was really insecure about it, so I'm I'm really mm. glad that you know it, he gave me that little push. <laughs> um, oh, as we all like sometimes. Yeah, he's a great <laughs>
0: cheerleader for sure. For sure, absolutely invaluable human being. That's amazing. So he put he got you involved in it. He made you, and then you started just kind of. Once you were involved in it, you sort of just started uh, becoming more enamored with it, I guess. Uh, and then you started discovering some of like the music and everything involved with Vaporwave and, uh, and yeah. the artists themselves at this point. Very interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. It turned out I I turned out to talk to everyone more than he did eventually. So. How funny. <laughs>
1: you talked more than Codex? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Just a a little bit, I guess. Online, you know, he keeps himself a little bit.
0: <laughs> True. It's all. If you're listening, Codex, it's all love. the right people.
1: <laughs> well, what were some of your favorite like earlier experiences with vaporwave? Do you have any favorite acts or like specific stories you want to share?
2: Oh yeah. um Well, I got to see Equip before the pandemic happened. The fuck yeah, Equip. Um, Me too. Which is highlight of one of my highlights there puts on a damn Uh, good show yeah it was great he put on a great show um because i i haven't been able to be go to ella i'm sorry to an electronicon yet i really want to. oh yeah you gotta go yeah um just haven't had the opportunity to but yeah hopefully i can uh Wait, what was the question? Again? No, I'm sorry.
1: there was. Well, I, I kind of want to take a side side route. There was a picture of you. I believe it was PJ and B. Oh, that's where was, was that? And that was in Philly. Our
2: our yeah. Oh, fuck museum, you. Right. So what
1: were you doing out in Philly?
2: Okay. okay. The yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was kind of my Electronic Con experience because there was George Clinton and. Okay. Uh, I got to meet Skelly there, and I saw yeah, B. So jealous people, yeah. So yeah, that was my mini little good uh, vacation.
1: <laughs> it's just it's um, such then, a fire photo.
2: Yeah, that's one of my favorite photos. Honestly, it's so great. Uh, I got to meet Beefant and PJ, and we just were messing around in the uh, gallery there as artists do, and it was great. <laughs>
1: I remember when Electronicon three was announced, and people were like oh yeah, we're going to go, and then people started dropping like flies, and all my visual art homies started checking out. It's like, I got to meet B finally, which was awesome, but PJ and Lunitas and you didn't go, and I was like, damn, none of my art homies are going. I was so <laughs> bummed.
2: Yeah, I was bummed too. I was trying really hard, but... Hey just, man, you it know. happens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but the the question that I had asked, sorry about the sidebar, Your Honor, the question I had asked is what some of your early vapor experiences were or any other favorites
2: ah gotcha yeah yeah that's probably why i drew a blank because yeah that's probably the only one unfortunately live show um besides like you know watching the live streams i've mm-hmm. always liked watching the live streams which kind of inspired you know sight sounds and conversations were like true we want to have a party like this all the time too <laughs>
1: What I love about sight sounds and conversations is y'all find the most like experimental like people in the scene and you give a platform to to like everybody. So, you know shout out you guys for for not like I don't want to say that you don't curate a specific vibe because you definitely do, but you're very like free format. There's it's a very punk rock live stream event.
2: Ah, uh, thanks. Yeah, we definitely try to go for that vibe. Um like, it, it's funny because it seems like we seem to attract the right people. Because mm-hmm. we heart, I don't think we've even said no to anyone that's been like, nice. "Hey, can I be on the show?" You know what I mean? Usually, we're we're kind of searching, being like, "Hey, I have a band." I'm like, "Cool, can I hear?" It? Oh, hell yeah! Yeah, let's put you on. Simple as that, you know? Uh, yeah. So we've gotten pretty lucky to be around a lot of great artists and been able to put as many shows as we have out. Um, and
1: I, I think you might be one of the only live stream events that does, like... Let's see, you guys have had, like, music videos. You've had, yeah. like, people's, like, visual art where you just showcased people's visual art. You know? Like, most of the time, let's be honest, it's it's interviews and live sets, right? Yeah. Or, or yeah. you guys are yeah, very, we, like, free format.
2: Definitely trying to keep the variety show aspect a little more open now, too, uh, so, yeah, we have the the gallery, uh, you know, which is just like digital kind of walkthrough. Yeah. And then the inter- the interviews, we also have animations uh, from That's two, true. uh people that do that. Um, very inspired by them, by the way. And I'm like, damn, I, I want to make my yeah. own little short. Mm-hmm. Um, but they definitely work hard at doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, and soon uh we're working on uh putting like a little bit of a news segment together kind of cool. being, amazing yeah kind of giving you know general art news or just like things that happen um yeah just to stay informed on a little bit of things we're actually gonna make a new like little theme song for it as well to kind of match awesome. the vibe uh so we're we're kind of we're doing a season premiere, as you could say, so expect new stuff from sight sounds and conversations.
1: <laughs> that's that's what we need, uh, Skelly. We need to commission someone to make, like, a jangle. <laughs> a jangle? <laughs> you heard it on Hot Takes! You mean a jingle? No, a jangle, like on a radio show. It's
2: a jingle. Like jangle. a little, little is it, intro. Is it called a jingle? I was,
1: I was always told oh, it was a probably. jangle. I do have a radio background. If I'm wrong, then damn.
0: It's pretty sure it's a jingle. Or is yeah, it, it a, a jingle? I, I think oh, it's a jingle. Jangle. Um, not like the saying jingle.
1: You want to get another question in real quick before I ask a KJ Valium's
0: slapper oh, of a question. Sure, sure, sure. What is making art do for you? Does it relieve stress for you? Does it give you a sense of accomplishment? Does it give you a way to express yourself that you couldn't express yourself otherwise? You have some kind of catharsis through making these things?
2: Making
0: hmm. your projects? <laughs> particularly like the comics you've done like i have a few notes. like nega wow. Like like Oh
2: uh, yeah um maybe a little bit of all but i think mostly it's a way to be something i'm not or would like would like to be you know or um i don't know it's kind of interesting Because I I do feel pretty fulfilled once I finish something, I'm like, yeah, it's done. I can see it and it's there. (laughs) Um, But also, you know, like there could be easier things I could do to just pass the time, you know, like playing video games is much easier. But for some reason, my brain wants to, I I, I guess maybe it's my hand, too, that I want to tactfully you know, feel that I'm drawing or creating something mm. new. Um, I don't know if this is, like, maybe related to it, but... Um, you know, in, in Toy Story and the toys, like, just become the toys again when no one's... Or when no one's around, the toys like... They come alive, right? Come and no life, one yeah. knows. Uh, I kind of have, like or just like imagine that my drawings are kind of living in their own world after the fact I created them or something Ooh, like that. I love
0: that. I love that.
2: Okay. Yeah, so that, I don't know, that kind of idea entertains me a lot. So <laughs> maybe it's mostly just the fact of creation itself. I'm like, yeah, that thing exists now. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Imagination. Very, very childlike for sure. Um, <laughs> I always wondered if Negasega was kind of autobiographical
2: A little bit yeah for sure yeah um it's hard for me to not or not put myself in my work for sure
1: right absolutely all right Um, i i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off how rude of me there is a very appropriate question that somebody asked that kind of dovetails with what we talked about so i wanted to get it in really quick and DJ Projects wanted to ask what your favorite avatar that you drew for the scene was, if you had one.
2: Oh, like, uh, what specifically were we referring to?
1: That's a good question. Uh, DJ Project asked the question. I imagine they're probably referring to, like, people that you've done work for, or, like, like you know, you did Equip, you did some other chibi people. Uh, they said artist. What does that mean? Yeah. Okay. So, your favorite avatar that you did of an artist in the scene, uh, music true. artist. Uh, they they just verified.
2: Um, I think the one of my favorites that came out was the when I did. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Sorry. What's his name? Vic. Um, I want to save a pair, but that's not his name. Um, super anonymous dude with the costume. Please. Are
1: you talking my about my telepath? Name?
2: So Are sorry. you like me
1: and you just I like space last minute on the name of something? I, I do that. Yeah. All the time. I do that yeah. shit all the time, and I look <laughs> dumb as hell every single time. <laughs> it's yeah, my reality okay. now.
2: Yeah, I did a Chibi Telly. I remember
1: and- that. It was adorable. <laughs>
2: that
0: was adorable. That was a great one.
2: Yeah, that one was my favorite. He's just so cute looking. Oh it yeah, worked out really.
1: <laughs> I would love wow. to see like a giant like montage of them all. Like, if you did a chibi of, like, everyone from Electronicon and they're all together, like a Final Fantasy Dissidia, like, they're all together.
2: I think I could do that. That'd be sick. That's by a lot of work. (laughs) I'd have to just uh, find the files. I think that'd be the hardest thing. (laughs) I have to dig through my hard drives.
0: I I love how you kind of get these ideas for something like, that's sick. And even though it might be difficult, even though that might be like a challenge, you seem to get like almost excited by the idea of taking on a new challenge. I mean, whether that be with the rotoscoping or the 8-bit projects you've done. Um, Yeah. Do do you get excited thinking about new ways to express yourself with the the art? Like when you you come with a new technique or a new idea, do do you get like really excited about that and just kind of throw yourself into it?
2: Yeah, definitely. I would have seen this process
0: occasionally on your Instagram. Like, you're trying to go doing the rotoscoping. Mm -hmm. And, like, you do seem like someone who's like, you want to do the thing and, like, you're going to learn the technique to do it.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely go by that. Because one of the recent things that I try to do that's uh, still unfinished for me um, is uh, I am learning Blender, which is doing, like, Mm. 3D stuff. Yeah, yeah, of
3: course.
2: And I actually um i don't know if you guys saw but on the picture that i sent you guys for the advertising um there's like two little eight-bit people and it's r23x and equip i'm gonna and
1: put I... the cropped version of that up on the screen really quick over your face so you'll forgive me
2: it's yeah, it's on the corner. Oh, um, shit, they're
1: cropped. Oh, you can barely see the R23X just above her head to the right.
2: Yeah, they're yeah. small. Anyway, it's, it's an unfinished project. I'm basically... I was trying to make, like, an Octopath characters... Yes! Octopath travelers type of yeah. diorama yes. type of effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was able to, like, animate them in place and stuff and, like, do very simple things and put them in an environment. But... You know, I kind of lost steam a little bit cuz I had to learn a lot more about Blender to continue and make a scene and everything. Learning but, sucks. Yeah. Um I just want to really make a octopath traveler type of theme. That's the coolest
1: fucking idea I've heard all night.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, or maybe make a music video with it or I don't know. I'm going to Man.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. Oh.
2: That's the next thing that I'm like, yeah, I want to really like try to Bring that to fruition.
1: I like it. Definitely can't wait to see that shit when it's done. Mm, Um, I realized that I just skipped KJ Valium's question. It's kind of an oddball, but it's... uh, that He wants to know what kind of music you deem distasteful.
2: Ooh. (laughs) You know... I used to not like country so much, but um, I... My family is Mexican, so a lot of, uh, like, the music, like, banda music and stuff Mm -hmm. like that is really similar to country. So, I'm going to answer that I don't really have anything that I find detestful anymore, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I used to not like listening to, like, really heavy metal or just, like, intense metal stuff. But lately, I've been listening to that more. Wild. Um, I don't know yeah you came around you came old you get older you know um so i i have come around on a lot of the stuff that i did not used to like um but maybe like stuff like sugar ray and like (laughs) i I don't know cheesy crap like that maybe i'm just like nah i'll pass on that you're
1: like (laughs) the third act that we've had on that's like mentioned sugar ray during the show,
0: <laughs> I never. Yeah, no. Right. It's <laughs> so funny how
1: Sugar Ray keeps. I mean, like we talked about how I actually kind of didn't like it when I was growing up, but kind of got came around to it. Meanwhile, Chris always plays this one Gin Blossom song that I can't stand,
0: but he loves it. Gin Blossoms are so much. Allison better Road. Me. Yeah, that song's great. It's, that whole great. It's not he a bad a song. Cool. It's, it's just
1: the guy sounds like he's like he can't catch his breath the entire time.
0: Yeah, that's 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 true. He can't catch his breath. He doesn't know what to do. He's lost. <laughs> uh, he's lost in thought. <laughs> um, he's I lost in thought. Blossoms. I don't even think that we should be mentioning the gym blossoms in the same sentence as sugar ray. Personally, but that's just they're amazing.
1: definitely they're definitely. De- I was the only reason. Oh, thank you for the donation, Casper Town. The only reason I brought it up was because we both have like things that like we just enjoy. Well, yeah. All right. I guess I don't have to justify it. You
0: don't. Know, was I was <laughs> amused. I like that. I like your take
1: thank you oh. um they're ripping me apart for not being a cranberries fan in the chat so i'm sure you you're not a
2: cranberries fan huh
0: didn't know that one
2: uh that sucks i love the car- cranberries <laughs>
1: i'm not gonna act like i have any objective opinion on it i just you like some sounds and you don't like some others and that's okay not, not, man- not manly enough for you guys like huh? not manly yeah. enough you know that's i've a... what's
2: Oh, I was just gonna say I recently did a cranberry song on karaoke. When you I got
1: to be playing, which
2: song did you do? Well, zombie. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay. It
2: I was oh, gonna be zombie, <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my god, but- Molo says I- I'm canceled. Say, I'm sorry. I'm gonna interject, but I came no, up with a couple bands that I really don't like. I would say oh, like imagine-, imagine, Imagine Dragons. Yeah, okay.
3: okay, imagine Get that. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: yeah Avenge Centerfold probably I did you just say Avenge Centerfold, Avenge Centerfold? I'll take it yeah. somebody put that
1: in the band names chat in the discord
2: um, there was one more oh you know what I was going to say Nickelback but you know they've grown on Bruh. it just a little bit <laughs> right but those three bands yeah that's no nope for me <laughs>
1: that's a no for me dog
2: yeah
0: is there any really big no for you band, Isaac?
1: Um, just like Insane Clown Posse.
0: Oh, okay. I'm
1: sorry, man. That's I just a shame. I just can't.
0: Very um, I think that's a band that I... We were talking about how personality plays a role in whether you're interested in a oh, band or yeah, not. Oh, yeah, for not sure. that's a band where personality definitely plays a role in why i'm interested in that <laughs> I mean, it's like absolutely a whole fascinating, a whole fascinating yeah. subculture associated with that I'm like i would never in my life listen to St. clown if it was for the fact that there's a giant strange you know long-running subculture associated with them so it's like well i can't ignore it yeah <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah <same laughs> i'm not, I'm not gonna yeah, act pers- like
1: it's like not good music it's just i really don't like it <laughs>
0: I don't. Not saying I liked it. I'm just saying that I, I does draw me to it. And I get yeah. interested in what's going on. I am like, all right. I guess I will listen to this a little bit. Seems to these, It seems to be a few characters here, and they have a whole. Anyway, right. What, what else do you want to talk about? Let's keep going. Well,
1: you know, Molo no, has some I'm really great in questions in and chat. And but and if and you and have some, you have right a couple more day. you want to get in before we get Molo's questions in. A couple more, want to
0: get in before we get Molo's questions in. Okay, let's um, do it. Oh yeah, okay. What is your biggest source of inspiration for when you make these things? I, I understand that you're definitely questions. always like picking artists or or you're or you're getting commissioned for work, but you know, is there is there a particular artist that you look at that you say when I see something by them or I go and revisit their work, it just it gets me inspired and I want to go and I want to start making my own thing, you know?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of people who do that for me, and actually. Yeah. Uh, well, recently I would say Kali Uchi's. Like, mm. I just love her oh, stuff. yeah, yeah, she's so beautiful. She's all her like art stuff, all like the direction she goes in, yeah. all great, all awesome. Um, but I feel like I go through phases of like maybe hyper obsessing <laughs> a little bit over things yeah. that I like. Um, and then I'll like really to lean into making either fan art or like really stuff that i make while listening to the music um so much so that i feel sort of like i have no identity like like say like a pokemon like ditto like i'm just copying others you know um and somehow through that i'm able to form my own creative kind of things um Mm -hmm. But yeah i take great inspiration from everyone so i'm always hoping like my stuff kind of does that for y'all in some regard. yeah it's like it's yeah a, for sure the, absolutely the, the it the does take, give and take thing yeah um i can't really like i mean i was really into quip stuff for a really long time like i really liked that fantasy aspect of mm, things yeah. like fa- yeah i don't fantasy style things um so yeah, again, just going with what attracts me, you know.
1: <laughs> Very cool.
2: Re- really so,
0: quick though, is there one? Is there a particular famous artist that you really like a lot that that did you think of their work pretty often?
2: <laughs> uh, famous, famous. Kelly. Yeah, Uchi like a well-known
0: the- artist. Oh, Kalli- <laughs> Uchi, I'm sorry. Yes, said Kalli- uh Forgot about that. Of course. Um,
2: I listen to a lot of Charlie XCX, a lot. of well,
0: about um, Charlie's a fire. Artist, actually? I kind of want to know a visual artist is what I meant,
2: actually. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, OK, I'm kind of cheating here because he's like half a visual artist, but he's mostly a rapper. Um, and I want to say A. S. A. P. Rock.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Um. He, he does like a little animations here and there. I didn't know that. Um,
0: That's
1: wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: I
0: didn't know that either
2: yeah he he did his own animation for his latest like song um on his album garbology Um, Mm. but it's on it's on youtube there um but as far as visual artists like i'm super inspired by miyazaki like fuck yeah um i recently have been going through like just rewatching a lot of the movies like Kiki's Delivery Service, House Movie Castle, Spirited Away. Beautiful. All, you know, beautiful. classics. Um, the animation is just beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's always just the go to for me. Um, gosh, there's so many artists out there. Right. Uh, I think uh, another weird inspiration. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he does the animations for Eon Flux.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that guy is awesome. I can't remember his Paul Chung. That's something. Or is it? It's something. Is that
1: the same person that did the Animatrix?
0: He also did the Alexander. He did something on the Animatrix. That's true. He did one okay. of those like, segments. He definitely yeah. did. He's got like that really cool like Adam Eagleon style right? with like long sinewy limbs and stuff. Oh, well, I fucking. Mm-hmm. I, I like love eon flux absolutely nice i uh, love you flux
2: yeah that that one was a huge influence on me when uh, i think that i, I think, was, I think was that, was that whole thing's
0: home. been a huge influence on like me and my taste oh for yeah a long time so watching it as a kid in the shorts on liquid television tsunami yeah. wave yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: peter chan right, i was close paul chan peter chan ah peter Chung, cool
2: all I was right close. i got it i was close. got him. Uh, put that in my mind. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. another great artist, actually, that I am very sp- that inspired me to actually uh, not be so scared of animation was uh, Rebecca Sugar and like oh, yeah. Steven Universe. <clears throat> I love
1: and... how like video game inspired her shit is.
2: Yeah, this it's, is for it's sure. so
1: joyful to watch.
2: Hmm. Um, I was actually just watching an episode earlier. to Hear me up <laughs> before the show. I, I
1: need to, I need to hear. <laughs> I need to hear. I need to see some more. Um, I liked what I saw. I just never, like, committed to it.
2: Yeah, it's a fun show for sure. There's some, like, really, like, dark parts. Yeah, and, like, sometime. deep shit. It's funny. Um, let's get these. But yeah. um, huh?
1: Let's get these questions that. I hate to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. We have a mid segment that we're going to run here in a minute. So let's get these, like,. Awesome questions that Molo has for you out of the way, and then we'll run our midsection, um, a, uh, a guest spot courtesy of the Wizard of Loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, Monica has two that I have let languish Ooh, in the chat. Paramola. Molo, thank you so much for Ooh. being here. Uh, starting with her more recent or recent, more, more recent question, wants to know what made you interested in, from what made you interested in making art for people in the vaporwave scene. How did you get into this space what other spaces have you been interested in and why
2: Ah. so um i kind of talked about it a little bit that kind of coded. that is true pushed me into it but also my my own interest you know because i was like yeah this is cool this is how is this not more popular you know almost feeling like it should be more popular um i can't really say i'm in like other communities as much as this one to be honest right. like i'll have my friends that are furries you know and then we have like anime stuff in common sick um, and that's probably the other group that i'm in is like people that who that who spend time going to cons like uh, anime cons uh very cool yeah it's it's something I, I would like to be more involved in, but ever since the pandemic happened, you know, that kind of died down a little bit, but yeah, hopefully it'll true. it'll be more of a thing. Um, but yeah, that's probably another self like with the anime people. <laughs> I don't know, the weebs, I guess. The weebs. <laughs>
1: the future Are, funk fans.
2: Yeah. Um, but other than that, Yeah, this is probably the strongest community that I've been in that I'm, like, actually friends with people and we talk and stuff. Yeah.
1: So Monica also wants to know what it's like working on commissions. Uh, She mentioned she'd known artists that got burnt out from making other people's requested art pieces because it wasn't their own ideas. How do you feel about your commission work? Great question. Thanks, Monica. Interviewer, right? Professional.
2: <laughs> so that is always a big dilemma. Like taking in a commission is a big responsibility. I think um, this is why I don't go into tattooing because I can't bear oh, right. the responsibility of like forever having to have, you know mess someone's skin up or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so when I take a commission, I, I really take into consideration how I'm going to enjoy it for sure from the very get go and of course i've had some times where i'm like oh i just want to get through this um and finish it right uh so i try to be very honest with my client from the get-go i've, I've never had to turn away anyone but if i had to I'd, I'd probably do it because i felt like i would get burnt out or i wouldn't be able to successfully do sort of the vision the person wants um, to avoid that but when I have gotten to a point where I'm like oh man this sucks or or the person's not going to like it or something you know I always just take a break or even message the person I'm like hey man can you give me another day if I need it or whatever Um, but I always just take into consideration that usually they're probably going to be happy and it's just things that i see myself that i'm not satisfied with
1: oh yeah you're always going to be more critical of your own work
2: yeah so it's sometimes it's that more than like not or how should i explain it like sometimes it's more me than like what is actually what i'm producing
1: (laughs) i got you well, y'all, we're going to go ahead and run our midsection. We've got a video courtesy of the Wizard of Loneliness, a former uh, guest on the show, Bring where the show. he's going to tell y'all about some uh, some recent Vapor faves and uh, a couple of hot takes. Uh, special shout-out to Lux for the help in editing this video. So we will be back in about five, six minutes. Enjoy.
4: I'm going to try and do this all together, one cut Based on all the junk I didn't memorize. But just have on the top of my little dome. For you fools and hot takes. I'm not even here. I pre-recorded this. Here's what's going to happen. Album's there. My thoughts here. And then that's it. Maybe a hot take at the end. First album. This one gets a juicy oh, recommend. Juicy. This is on Business Casual. Came out April 21st by limousine called Dusty Roads. Let me give you the two-sentence summary. This album is like a road trip across the western states. We're talking canyons. We're talking painted hills. We're talking sunsets. We're talking the sound of the car on the road, windows down, birds chirping. That's what you're going to hear on this album. Yeah, it might sound like tumblewave, but... Tumblewave was a joke. This album is an homage to the genres of garage rock, psychedelic, uh, Western and country, and it's done in a curated way that really feels like only Limousine could have done it that way. It's tasteful, it's artistic, and it has that kind of Omega Mall X Mall soft feel brought to it that it just works. It's on tape, go buy it. Second album, it's in Japanese, and it's on Sunset Grid. This one came out in, I wanna say April 16th. You're gonna have to check it. Here's what it looks like. The album is Classic Vapor Through and Through. All the song titles are in Japanese. All of the uh, samples are very long. We're talking like 64 beat samples and then there's just maybe two, or here's the basic idea. You could have made this album. If you're listening to Hot Takes right now and you make music, you could make this album. Now, does that mean it's bad? No, it doesn't because in the classic vapor tradition, it's like the, the steps are exposed. You can see all the wires hanging out. You can see the order of the, uh, the effects being used. I, I hear a filter then I hear reverb, then I hear the phaser, then I hear maybe another phaser thrown on. It is very bare bones, but it's relaxing as hell. And if you like classic vapor, this one is worth checking out. I don't know the artist's name. On the bottom of the Sunset Grid album page, it says Zawanan. Who knows if that is how you pronounce it, but there you go for your perusal worth your time yes will it be a classic no but it's classic vapor and classic vapor always had that kind of disposable quality to it so fits the bill last album is called relax into yourself by mara by look it up it's not that's not how it's about mara by um this one came out early april um and i only know about this because it came up on bandcamp weekly now this is not vaporwave per se but it's adjacent and why i'm saying that is because i know that um skelly and young shiro like older electronic music as well as the newer stuff and this one has both feet firmly planted in an earlier time in electronic music history we're talking late 90s early 2000s and this album captures a bunch of different vibes there's only six tracks but each of them really does feel like it is trying to emulate the style of a different artist from that electronica heyday uh, so what i m- mean by that is you've got albums that sound like fat boy slim you've got al- uh sorry song i'm not gonna do another take i don't want to you got songs that sound like Fatboy Slim. You got songs that sound like Massive Attack, some of the down tempo kind of sound. You've even got a little bit of dub in here, which that brings me to the downside of this album. There is such a wide swath of genres being mixed in here that if you really like those earlier tracks, such as the first one, "Evil Butter," or um, "Midnight to Dawn." Um, and there's a ton of features on this. Uh, each track has a feature, so you know you can check the list there. But if you like those earlier tracks, which are more high energy, high tempo, you may be disappointed by the later tracks, which have more of a winded down feel to them and are really capturing more of a calm atmosphere. So, that being said, there is something for everyone, assuming that by everyone we, all, we are talking about people that like older electronic music, it's all here on this album, but double-edged sword. That means that not everything on here is going to be for everyone. So that brings me to the hot take or switching to hot cake, hot, hot, hot take view. The hot take of this week is sample spotting is fine. Sample snitching is a crime. It came to my attention. That old take was uh hot, not so hot, it, and this ain't called tepid takes, baby. No, so here's a brand new one, Mwah, fresh out the oven. Uh, the vaporwave scene is not inculcating young people into the genre. It is aging, and here's the hot take. I'm happy about that, because that means there's less for me to keep up with, because I'm an old <laughs> and so I don't have to think about what 20-year-olds uh, now he or she uh did in middle school it's all about me baby just me and i only have to keep up with numero uno so uh the hot take is vaporwave is dying and that's a good thing because i can't keep up forever me nee. the end
1: uh, yeah the wizard of loneliness everybody <laughs> shout out the whiz for that um, be sure to check out all the albums he, uh, he recommended. Thank you so much to Lux for, uh, for linking those in chat. Um, and, uh, so he had a couple of blistering heaters. Uh, I think the last one was pretty tongue in cheek because I mentioned to him that we had talked about sample snitching recently on the show. So, you know, he, um, uh, he said, if you didn't hear it, that, uh, you know, if vaporwave is dying good, cause then he doesn't have to keep up with it anymore, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> On the like serious side, he mentioned sample, sample snitching, which we talked about briefly last week, which is when, as I told you during the midsection, yeah. um, is when you name samples online and it makes it easier for the algorithm to find people's samples and open them up to possible litigation. Um, you said you have, a, you, you have an opinion on this, so I'd like to know what you think about sample snitching.
2: Um, you know, it's a, a little bit of a shame that it has to come to you know opening like a litigation kind of thing. But I don't know that that does suck in general um, yeah. for people trying to make creative things. Um, but you know, I feel like if you change it enough, would it still pick it up? You know, right. But, uh, yeah, so I think there is a little generally. bit of an
1: there's a little bit of an onus on the part of the artist to change it up enough to evade the sample detecting software.
2: Yeah, I think so a little bit at least. Um, yeah, I could see why it is important to some people, but I, if I had it, or if it was a perfect world, I would just. Not want that to be a thing because yeah. I feel like it squanders uh, it squanders creativity in general. It
1: does. It does uh, squash people's desire to be creative because then they could be sued.
2: Yeah, and there's people should be allowed to mess with others' people music. Like, yeah if if AI is messing with art, like we should be a little more like lenient on using samples. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, yeah, that's a pretty good t- that's a pretty good take. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, intellectual property is kind of bullshit. Hot take.
3: Bruh. Uh, but a you know, bit,
1: yeah. yeah, just a little bit. But uh, Skelly, the uh, the mid mm. that Wiz did for us mentioned um, a he had some thoughts on um, sample snitching, mm. which we talked about last week. Uh, and then he yeah. said, uh, "If Vaporwave dies, good, because I can't keep up anymore." <laughs> <laughs> well chat if you don't mind why don't you light us up with some more questions for sega octopus and while we wait on that i'll just ask um how do you feel about sharing things that you like with people are you more of like a like shove your taste down people's throats or like a you know, have you like thrown your? I don't know if you've heard the phrase "throw your pearls before swine," where you showed somebody something really valuable to you, and they just were not paying attention to it, or they shit all over it. Like, have you had experiences like that that were like memorable?
2: Uh, yeah, I've actually had a lot of experiences like that. So much so that uh, I try not to share things that I really like um, yeah, unless just, I know. I know what that feels like yeah i I just unless i know the person's gonna make have a good take on it or like i know they like the thing like i guess for example okay i'm a big zelda fan okay Uh, true okay uh and you know i'll I'll talk to zelda about anyone honestly but when how can i say this Like if they don't like Zelda at all, why bother even bringing it up or just I'm not a person that shoves things in people's faces for sure. I'm more like, hey, uh, I'm hoping to have a little bit of a good conversation with somebody where they don't completely hate it or something. So I I tend to keep my likes and dislikes to myself most of the time.
1: So unless you know that an audience is being receptive, you'll keep it to yourself.
2: Yeah yeah and i don't know if it's I like super reasonable i don't know if it's just me like being a girl about it maybe because like i hang out with a lot of dudes a lot of the time and they'll be like gamers or whatever yeah. um so i just leave my takes for something that i'm really passionate about i got you
1: do they so do they do that thing where they're like oh you like that name every single thing there is to know about it
2: yeah exactly do they do so, that like, really oh,
0: so annoying that's
4: terrible <laughs>
2: Yeah, and there'll even be like music people like that too and I'm just like Oh yeah. Why do people do that? <laughs> I don't know.
1: It's like a so, it's like a contest. What is
0: that like going to con- Yeah, but like why do you like you're just going to alienate the person. I never understood that sort of behavior of like, oh you like the thing, oh, well we uh, name more stuff about it. Particularly right. if you're talking to like a girl. Like what is the point of behaving like that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, men, maybe. men are conditioned with a lot of like competition built right in.
1: Yeah, we are. Good. With, very good point. God damn. That's probably I'm what sort it is. of just get conditioned
0: that way at a young yeah. age. It's just like a shame because it really, really alienates a lot of people that are just trying to be damn, nice. Son.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So right.
0: So, so then you just and so okay and so when they I just want this is interesting to me all right so then they do that to you and your response is like oh fuck this shit like I'm not even gonna mention things I like is that right yeah Damn. yeah
2: for the most part unless I that's interesting yeah. that's interesting, that's interesting. You
0: know. I feel like that's like a lot of like that's like a that's like a thing that is like a, a woman you kind of get conditioned to be like I'll oh, just don't speak up or they're gonna jump all over you
2: yeah that blows fuck that it's it sucks. But uh, I mean, on the other hand, I'd rather do that rather than be like the guy who gets hated on because he just goes on and on about a thing. <laughs> and then it's like, and then eventually people don't care about it, I guess. But that's why Good I point. don't shove things. In so when you speak Facebook.
1: up, you know it comes like highly regarded.
0: Yeah, because you're willing to stand up for it.
2: Y- yeah, so. If I'm sure about it then I will say something. <laughs> but
0: this is all the big reason is because you keep hanging around with these guys that are keep shoving things in your face.
1: <laughs> well we, we've mm. we are drowning in questions from the chat. Thank you for rising to the occasion, y'all. Um speaking of gamers, Patch Notes wants to know what your favorite video game is. You did mention oh. the Legend of Zelda. Do you want to name some yeah. other ones? Yeah, or do you want sure. to rank the Zeldas maybe?
2: Oh boy. <laughs> um well i really like breath of the wild definitely one of my favorites popular and then um i guess my second favorite would be wind waker because stylistically it really influenced me um very iconic yeah it's a little i I don't know some people say oh i could so tell your artwork was influenced by this and i'm like yeah "Yeah." that was a big thing um I'm really into Tetris still. Like, I love it's Tetris. Tetris in every form. Puzzle <laughs> games. I don't know.
0: Interesting. I didn't see that one coming.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love Tetris. Did uh, you ever I, play those? Was... Huh. I'm,
1: I'm the best interrupting. I owe you an apology. Did you ever play any <laughs> of the spin offs like uh, Yoshi's Cookie or Wario's Woods?
2: Yeah, I did play those as well. Um, Good fun. Yeah, like, my mom was really into video games. So, like, when I was. Awesome. Re- basically, as soon as I could. Hold something. I was holding like one of those old Game Boys. Really, um, that's so ones. sick. Yeah. Um, wow. So your mom was
0: really into video games too.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah. She had a Game Boy and like that's we badass. Had Nintendo. <laughs> that's funny. Um. So we would share the Game Boy and stuff. Uh. So that stayed with me. Tetris is just always going to be there. Um. The newest one. Um. I forgot what's called Tet- Tetris Effects. I think it's called. It's for the PC. But wow. I, I suggest you guys check that one out because um, it goes with music and everything and like the whole visuals and everything is almost like a music video. Oh, um,
1: Jesus, they've leveled up.
2: Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and I actually got into it from uh, Emmanuel. Uh, if you remember, he goes by Omni.
1: I oh, yeah, Omini. yeah. yeah. or Omni. Yeah. I always uh, thought it was yeah
2: yeah. Anyway, we had him on the show, and some of his visuals did have the Tetris effects in the show uh, oh. during his set. So if you guys are interested, it's in the <laughs> previous episode we just had of Sight, Sounds, and Conversations. Yeah, uh, very Omni. cool. There you go. Omni. Um, yeah.
1: Did you ever play like the Arkanoid games where it's like the little paddle and the ball like bounces off of it and like will make a little brick disappear? and then you catch it again and then there's oh, like yeah, power ups yeah. that make like the the bar bigger or you get multiple balls
2: yeah definitely That's um
1: way less stressful for me than tetris
2: for sure <laughs> it is a mm-hmm. little. um cuz uh one of my favorite versions of tetris is tetris 99 which is you battle against 99 other people oh, and it's unreal yeah it's super intense um i've only been able to win one time where i i was i beat everyone (laughs) which is great we're dealing with
1: like a tetris heavyweight here okay
0: (laughs) i had no idea this was another special skill you you uh you had associated with you
2: (laughs) do you
1: fuck with final fantasy
2: yeah of course um haven't beat them all but i would say my favorite is like six um 10 um I really want to play Thirteen because I just really love Lightning as a character. Yeah.
1: Lightning's a bad bitch. So yeah. Molo in chat, Molo and I are like the only fans of Final Fantasy Thirteen alive.
3: <laughs>
1: Although he quit played it, and he said he liked Lightning Returns a lot. But yeah, I am in, very interested in finding out what you think. Um, Dan Mason actually is playing all of the Final Fantasy games right now in chronological order and he just finished 10 and he had, I guess sent to God was it It was tech honors. He had sent like a paragraph paragraphs of his thoughts about final fantasy 10. And he, uh, he copy pasted it to me cause he knew I was a mega fan. And he said like, it was the best battle system he had ever played in any game ever. And he was, he was very much a fan, which made me happy cause that's my favorite. Um, I can't say I'm surprised that 6 is your favorite.
2: Uh-huh. That's yeah, a compliment. A <laughs> it is. Yeah, I like 10 a lot, too, for its mechanical stuff. Because it, it is pretty interesting, honestly. like I it, That was one of the first games where I really, like, paid a, or at least tried to pay attention to it, you know, yeah. as best as I could at the age mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah i mean honestly uh final fantasy x aesthetics in general is just like they're always on point so oh yeah can't even ignore it so
1: anybody that's a fan of like like experimental like fashion like honestly skelly you would love and i'm sure you've probably already seen some of the just crazy like get-ups some of the characters are in oh yeah love them love Love that stuff All right. Well, thank you very much for answering our video game question. Um, Molo. Molo has been on fire in the chat with questions for you. Wants to know if anyone has ever put you down about your work and fired you up where you created more in spite of their comments.
2: (laughs) Uh, No, actually, I've been very lucky and I've had no haters.
1: That's good. Nice. Nary a hater.
2: (laughs) <laughs> maybe <laughs> but uh i had i did have one person um steal something for me without like even what? asking me uh, You so the uh it was a rotoscope i did of equip with the long hair and it was mm-hmm. all like messy and stuff it's on my yeah. instagram yeah. and um yeah they just you know they tagged me and everything and like put it on their youtube which is fine, eventually I did do a copyright claim because I didn't know how to react yikes. at that moment. Yeah, of um, but I retracted it later, I was just like, you know what, I don't really care. Um, yeah I just was like, they can use it, it's okay. But I found out this person did steal like other people's work basically mm. to put together his whole YouTube channel of like, oh, towing stuff. Um, but I let it go because I was just like, you know, this isn't really, I'm not making money off of it. This guy's just kind of put, he, he put it, he put my visuals to like a lo-fi hip-hop kind of like okay. sound. Okay. Enough. Interesting. Right. Which I felt was a little off-matching. And mm-hmm. up- <laughs>
1: yeah, it didn't fit the Like, uh, bro, this is Equip dancing up and down. <laughs> like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, so that was the first thing. And the second thing was just like, why not just ask? because yeah, I, no, I would I just have, ask exactly i, I would have 100 percent been like hey yeah sure use it um but since he didn't ask i did copyright claim and, and then later Understood. retracted it but yeah it, yeah <laughs> so that's probably the closest thing to a hater that i've had i'm that's a little good. scared to get a hater an I'm actual one. Oh my
1: god well i mean uh, if you if you have a hater i guess you're doing something right that's what they say
2: that's what they say. Um, but I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Molo had another really good question. She wanted to know if you have an old piece of art that you keep to be reminded how far you've come. Oh, that's interesting.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah, I keep all my art. I keep everything since college. Good. Um, so uh, sad when people as... just
1: de- delete or, like, get rid of their art.
2: Yeah. Um, at some point I did like diminish it and like got rid of a bunch of sketches because I was just like yeah this is like way too old kind of thing yeah Uh, but I try to keep everything um, not because I think honestly sometimes I think I should throw it away but uh, I don't know like he brings stuff up like this and I'm just like yeah it's in my closet you know it's in Mm -hmm. there it's chilling and yeah every time i do like bring it out to just you know organize and be like oh yeah i forgot i did that right Uh, so there's a lot of artwork from like my college days um where i do look at that and i'm like yeah i shouldn't be so down on myself i'm i'm doing okay (laughs) you know
1: that's how i think we
2: all i think we all do
0: that we all look back at these things and think that way it's always good to be like yeah i'm doing okay it's fine
2: yeah, so that always helps.
1: <clears throat> Celadon Suite says, what is some of the best Vaporwave you've heard lately? Or if you haven't heard something new that you're into, what Vaporwave album or artist do you always come back to? A two-parter.
2: I mean, uh, um, that Macintosh Plus, Plus album that like- True. Was it Lisa Frank? 420 or whatever <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, I know that's a default answer but like I really no. love that album. I'll put that on straight through and you know just chill Um and I mean equip as well some R23X I'm in that area I guess oh uh Wizard of Loneliness mm-hmm. I'll put a lot of that stuff if you want to consider it vaporwave yeah we
0: consider um, it in the, it's in the scene yeah
2: yeah, actually, he was one of the first ones that I, like, really uh, got into from besides... Or even before when I, like, the quip and stuff. Uh, so, I, I really liked his approach rip versus everyone else's. Yeah. Uh, so... Big fan of him. Um, they pairs really good. Yeah,
1: boy. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I mean you guys love are a show. oh you're too, oh, kind. Thank you. too <laughs> kind
1: I don't make music yeah. I just mix it
2: <laughs> but still still.
1: and mix it up I... with the music makers
2: yeah Um, so I would say some of those artists have really influenced me and...
1: sick <laughs> do you want to get one in really quick Skelly
0: do I want to get one in okay yeah let me think yeah. for a second here um let me just ask you this really quick. Um let's see, what do I want to ask right now? Okay, so ideally would you so with your art, is there a big something really big that you want to do with it that just you know you you think about occasionally but you haven't quite had the opportunity to do yet or maybe you don't think you're quite there yet with your skills is there like a big project that like you think about in the back of your mind and you're like one day I'm gonna do this or one day I'll work with this artist or one day I'm gonna try this medium is there something that like you know like a really grand thing that you've been having in the back of your mind that you're like one day I'll get to that point maybe
2: yeah I kind of do um and I don't know how it's gonna look in the end, but mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to be able to one day to make mm-hmm. a sort of gorilla's project and be like interesting the, vis- the visual component to a music type of thing. Like a whole
0: uh, lore sort of like, like a music video. Yeah, oh, interesting.
2: Yeah, I like that. Um, whether it's like. A music video or like a yeah. video game format like yeah something All you need to do is find an area.
1: anonymous artist you like can kind be, of like a, like it's almost you can yeah, make like, a, them.
0: like a long form sort of interpretation of what you do already like a long form that has like music and lore associated with it that's interesting that's yeah that's definitely a really interesting goal um I, gorillas I think it's just probably like, they they have gone on to inspire so many people that band and that that project in general has really inspired well, the more people I talk to particularly like artistic visual artists people particularly you know around younger age groups they, that 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 left, left a huge impression on them you know oh, yeah. I mean? it's interesting and that's an interesting act and I don't know much else like it you know what I mean
2: yeah yeah definitely um big inspiration for sure or like um nintendo is kind of doing a little bit of sort of something like that with uh with splatoon so their characters are always like little performers and like they even have like their own language and everything and lately they've been putting concerts together with like oh no
0: way you you know who's been you know who's been doing something like that is um you know is our, our friend PJ with uh, his work you know what I mean oh
3: yeah with uh, his
0: album with the fantasy uh the uh, Fighting Islands Fighting Island stuff right Fighting he's yeah. got like he's got like characters associated with the they even made the card game for him as well so, oh like, yeah he's kind of doing something shout like out that, um, you know?
1: August Rivers um, yes shout so out I August forgetting Rivers forgetting August's fantasy um I'm forgetting their project name but but the work that they've done with pj has been phenomenal with fighting island and all the lore it's so fun watching their like progression and all the different characters and the backstories that they've created on this like upcoming album and that whole game
0: Yeah, there's like multiple quests and stuff involved hex fantasia in is august river's name hex fantasia
2: oh okay cool
0: and uh fantasy legend is um august rivers um record label that put out the 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 um you know all the the cards and stuff so i mean really really 100 percent. go check out um uh what's it called uh thank you uh,
1: lux lux just linked hex fantasia
0: but definitely go check out fantasy legend that record label by august rivers because they put out some outstanding releases they did that um Winter Quilt release, too, with, like, the three tapes and the tarot cards and stuff. like So definitely go check out that record label in general, because they really put a lot of work into their physical releases, and, uh, they're really cool.
1: Thanks for linking PJ's link tree as well. Lux is such an OG. Um, Molo, again, firing off with the questions, um, wants to know what your favorite project of all time is that makes you giddy. Wanted to know if she meant... Your own work or another artist's work? But hmm. is there a favorite project of all time, whether yours or somebody else's, that makes you giddy?
2: <laughs> That's a good question. Um... True. Well... <laughs> um, I'm actually really excited to like finish this music video. Um, yeah,
0: excited to see what this looks like.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a noise artist. They go by um, Wow. Our oh, crap. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna fudge this up. Arcadia's Jazz Talons, I believe.
1: Arcadia's anyway. Jazz Talons.
2: You have them on a show before, yeah. Okay. And it's it's gonna be an eight minute video and. Um, that's what I'm really excited about, honestly. And I uh, it's just taking so long that I'm like... Uh, I am hoping very soon I could share this, like, maybe in the summer. Yeah. Um, and it'll be completed. And I really wish I could share a little more, but there's, there's not a lot that I could, like, just describe. Oh, here we go. Thank you. For, Fuck uh, yeah,
1: Lux. Me. Finding all the links. Mm.
2: Thank you so much. Well, where
1: would that. we be without Lux?
2: <laughs> um... Yeah, they uh, reached out to me and they were like, hey, I have this song, would you be willing to do a music video? And the, like, that's exactly where I want to go towards is like meshing uh, some of my art with some music because I've always wanted to do music, but I'm not particularly good at it um, and or maybe not as brave as y'all are. <laughs> because um, I'm always hiding behind a pencil but maybe in the future I'll have more music involvement um, as I become more comfortable with the process but yeah in general I definitely want to move into more music oriented being where I can okay. add stuff to it
1: well, the animation certainly kind of helps go down that path um Monica also asks if there was an inspiring moment in your life that made you go home and feel like working on an art piece inspired by it.
4: Hmm.
2: Hmm. Yes, I will say yes. Um, I can't think of anything in particular that was very, like, that stuck out in my mind. Cause I mean, I use my, insp- I use, my daily life is an inspiration kind of thing, mm. you know, so there's a lot that I'm like, <gasps> I see it, and then I'm like, oh, I want to do this. <laughs> you right. Know? Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm very, like, prone to, like, playing a video game or, like, watching a playthrough of a video game, in, game and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to do fan art of it, or have, have it gets a different you all excited. On... Yeah. 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 Sick. So I often things and just want to regurgitate it
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well I mean
1: that's that's how you get good right
2: pretty much
0: <laughs> how Bad you notes. develop a style is by, t- by kind of trying to copy something and then it comes out completely different and now you've made something new
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah like um, you know you uh, maybe you start out tracing things you know or, or just ma- doing the old grid thing you know and then copying something and then you, you kind of put your own spin on it and before you know it you're a damn artist
3: <laughs>
1: Patch Notes wanted to get back into the rotoscope topic and ask what your favorite rotoscope film is
2: hmm, um, I'll say Heavy Metal uh, oh good choice I still have yet to like, see that
3: that's yeah
2: That stuff's really like i just the whole movie was really fluid you know yeah yeah it just really stuck a chord with me for sure that because i do want to make a music video but i also love movies as well for their narrative so i think that movie in general is like a good mix of both
1: that's true music videos are short and and kind of light on the story sometimes
2: so being able to have
1: like a whole I love heavy metal. You you mentioned Miyazaki as well, but do you have any other favorite animated films? uh, Like by anybody at all?
2: Um, I mean, uh, Disney stuff is always like a big thing. Like Goofy Movie came up in my mind right right away. Oh, yeah. That
1: 90s Disney shit.
0: Love Goofy Movie.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I remember seeing it in theaters.
2: Nice. Definitely 2D more than 3D. Um, like just older work, like you mm-hmm. know, uh, Snow White, Pocahontas, right, Little Mermaid. Uh, hmm, but I can't think of any more things. Disney in general, for sure. Um,
1: some people mentioned Don Bluth in the chat. Any thoughts on Don Bluth or <clears throat> the guy who did Don? like? Secret of Nim, American Tail, All Dogs Go, All to, dogs heaven, go to Heaven, Rock a Doodle,
0: oh, Rock a Doodle, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Rock Doodle,
2: yeah, oh, sure. classic stuff. It almost reminds me of like uh, what's his name, just really classic American kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, it's really cool stuff. I, I love that stuff too. Um, honestly, if it, if something's animated, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> True. i'm very interested in it <laughs> very much so um if it moves and it was pictures yeah for some reason <laughs> yeah it's
0: fascinating you know i mean it's really fascinating to understand that these are just still photos that have been really carefully and you know had life breathed into them you know it's fascinating
1: what is um, a behavior that you see a lot in the visual art scene that you think is cringy and that you wish would stop
0: <laughs> interesting question
2: Um, I guess in my little nook of the internet and then on twitter I would say I kind of want people to stop complaining about AI art um, <laughs> All especially right, especially when it's not somebody commercially like Like suing somebody because a company stole their stuff or something, it's Mm -hmm. like, or you actually know something was stolen from yours. I don't, I don't know. It's just a little like, yeah, uh, I feel like they bring it up just to talk about something, (laughs) yeah. I'm just like, this isn't really relevant, or like,
1: like, um, you, you listen, I don't have a hard stance either way, but like, people feel very strongly about NFTs and like it seems uh, like there's been like relationships and friendships that have just been like just bridges burnt over NFTs and AI art and like I get it but like you yeah. said like like damn dude uh,
2: NFTs yeah this is definitely another one it's like
1: leftists are really bad about that stuff <laughs> I say this as a leftist
2: right um, but yeah that that can be really annoying I mean, the NFT thing gets ridiculous. Like, I get tagged on random NFT things on Twitter, and I have to block these people because they just go on and on and on about it. And I'm just like, if you're not interested, don't bother people with your spam, you know?
1: <laughs> I, I've heard so many arguments, and some of, many of them have just gone straight over my head. I'm not ashamed to admit, but sometimes I'm just like, my God, you guys, like, in the grand scope of things that are like going on in the world, like NFTs is like in the middle somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, damn.
0: I remember when we were all mad about that.
1: Yeah. Like there've been visual (laughs) artists, no names, but there've been people who've been on the show that have like, like just damn near had their careers ruined because they sold NFTs and like really had their feelings hurt because people were so against NFTs. And it's just like, gosh, Oh, you know how
0: people are. Don't know yeah,
4: <laughs>
0: there's a thing and then they get upset about the thing and then the thing there's a new thing to replace that thing yeah Make true yeah you just whatever wait, wait, a, wait a month
2: turns out the thing wasn't even real to begin with <laughs> right
1: <laughs> Jeez. who are some people that you think really deserve a platform in the scene like maybe like who are some people you think we should bring on here
2: <laughs> hmm. Damn, you've had a lot of people already on. Yeah, we already brought on Equip. Sorry, we <laughs> haven't brought him on in a while. No, That's city. true. <laughs> um,
1: we might. We might see if we can get him to to do one of those spots, kind of like we had in the middle of the show. He's gotten kind of um, busy lately, but maybe he'll
0: do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Have you guys gotten
0: <laughs> Jangle <gone>? <laughs> Coin? Uh, where have we got who?
2: Oh, uh, Mark, Mark Young. No, we haven't had. Archie oh, no, we haven't yet. had him yet, actually. No. Or. Yeah, we uh, mark um, Have you guys had uh, Molo? No, we
1: have not. We have not had Molo on yet.
2: Oh. She's always here. She's always. Molo would be so a great supported. guest. I
1: yeah, have sure. teased the idea of there being a crossover episode. Where. Our, uh Oh, I was just going to say where where Molo replaces me or Skelly. That would oh. be fun. <laughs> or one of us comes on the Molo 360 podcast.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Or um, I just had there in my mind but I forgot. Darn my mind. Maybe it'll come back. <laughs> you poor sorry. thing.
1: You're just like me. <laughs>
2: I'll
1: be like, yeah, uh, that one thing art. that I've been wanting to recommend is... Uh,
2: Yeah,
1: it it came back to you, didn't
2: it? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Soft replica said it. Codex. Yeah. Oh yeah. We need Codex. Yeah, we got to get Codex on. For sure. Yeah, Codex. What else was thinking about? You guys already had PJ on, right? Oh yeah. 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 was there. That
1: was a fun episode. I really enjoyed talking to them.
2: Um. There is one artist, I don't know if they would be open to it, but I'm a big fan of theirs. Um, Their name is Nissan Unstoppable.
1: Nissan Unstoppable. I've not heard of Nissan Unstoppable.
2: Yeah, we've had him on the show before. Okay. I believe he lives in Australia. So I don't know.
1: We need badly to get more (laughs) artists that are not American on this show. I'm... I've got one in the funnel very, very soon, but... Nissan Unstoppable. Do they make music or are they a visual artists?
2: Yeah, they make music. Um, they just recently released an album, actually. Oh, um, was it called
1: Half Past Midnight Thirty?
2: Yes. Yeah, Lux very yeah,
1: well we may have linked it in chat already. Oh, Shout wow! Out.
2: You are on it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's his recent stuff. Very
1: okay. Well, I'll <laughs> have to have to check that out. If you want to re- if you, if if you want to recommend a specific track to me later on, I'll have to definitely check that out. Um oh oh what about Molotovic? I don't know. <laughs> Molotovich. Molotovic was in chat earlier. I have missed them. I would really like to pick Molotovic's brain over the the arc from like one hundred percent fashion collector to like mega video game streamer superstar. Yeah, for sure, for like sure putting I, I want i want to say they had like a custom pc built and everything and like
3: yeah
2: damn. yeah no. you
1: were streaming games for a little while actually but not for a super long time
2: yeah i, just I think for you a little were bit. it
1: was either octopath or something else and i remember yeah. tuning in and that was fun you and one other person i don't remember who it was
2: uh it was codex codex was there was it codex i thought it was another
1: i i, I guess or, i thought i remember oh, hearing like a fe- um, feminine voice
2: yeah no. Um, also, I streamed with my ex roommate Renee.
1: Oh, that's right. I oh, that's right. Yeah, my Codex's <laughs> voice is deep as fuck. It was not Codex. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it
2: was her. Well, yeah. Shout, um, shout
1: out Renee. Renee did work for for our show as well. Renee created our uh, our uh, logo. Actually, yeah. Uh, she goes oh, by Eperita. Hmm. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> shout out Renee. What are some terms that you have muted on your Twitter?
2: Um, I don't have anything muted on my Twitter.
1: Oh no way. No. No echo chambers for Psycho Octopus.
2: Nah, I don't or at least I don't do that. I mean, I unfollowed Tech one time because I was like <laughs> he said something stupid. Oh, that's <laughs> Tech Honor said
1: something stupid. Imagine that. It was shocking.
2: Yeah, I unfollowed them and then later. You know, like, <laughs> that's funny, but that's that's the extent. Of <laughs> I think Tech I
1: mean. has unknowingly pissed off plenty of people, but I don't think Andy he really knowingly them. done it. He never <laughs> comes. <laughs> oh yeah, and knowingly as well. But I don't think know he comes from a it. hateful it? position.
2: No, uh, he's just silly. I love oh, Tech's okay.
1: takes. Having him on the show was a lot of fun. I'm just I don't have any terms muted on my Twitter, either. Honestly, Like, if I don't want like, to it. I don't I don't wanna see idea. it, I just log out of Twitter.com.
2: Exactly. It's just as easy as that. Time to get James on.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I we know. do. I You're right.
0: Before. we got
2: to figure out a nice time for him. He's,
0: he's in T We've got
1: to figure out the right time. <laughs> Tech annoying, knowingly annoys people. At this point, when we bring James on, I feel like he's going to be like, what took so long, guys? I've to no, stare I mean, at just, me with those just, like scintillating blue eyes and I'm gonna it's I'm just gonna shriek about a, that stuff. No,
0: it, it's a matter of we have to pace ourselves. We don't want to bring in every person we know on right away. You wanna like leave some for later seasons for this and that. You already had, you know, two <laughs> members on the show already. You know, one in the first season. Yeah, let's wait
1: two season, years and, to like, get the third member on.
0: And like, yeah, well, man, like I know James very well. I better you know, better than even you know Keith or uh like it's james from philadelphia so like you know there's to get to it right and i wanted to wait till they had the new album out too before we had everything. oh yeah good
1: on. point honestly i'm so afraid dds is like blowing up so much he won't even come on uh, yes he will. <laughs> well you know
2: um do you guys already have in on absolutely we had iclick on
1: we had iclick you're right we haven't had oh, nathan oh, okay. on just by himself Nathan has oh, been okay. blowing up lately. He's been playing hella cool shows. Maybe we need to bring him on like ASAP.
0: Yeah, we
1: at it. I don't know. I feel like we're cool. double dipping.
0: We just have a lot of people to get to So, uh,
2: Did you guys um, have Frank, JC, Jace, JC? Jace, we did, did have it?
1: Frank. We, Jace, yeah. we actually yeah. had Frank on pretty recently. He was our last uh, guest for season two. Yes. Oh, okay.
2: That's, that's probably why I'm remembering. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking quiz. <laughs> Um, are you much of it? Like, do you go on YouTube a lot? Do you watch a lot of YouTube or not really?
2: Um. Yeah, I do watch a fair amount of YouTube. Do
1: you sure. have Do you have any favorite videos you want to share with us?
2: Hmm. <laughs> uh, uh. I mean, I had the animation earlier. Let me let okay. me take a look real quick. Do it. <laughs> um. Let's see. I. I've been watching Resident Evil 4 Remake uh, playthrough. <laughs> I know. so.
1: You watch playthrough videos?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Word. <laughs> I watch that's, a lot of playthrough videos. That's,
1: that's, that's playthrough. one thing that I've never really been able to get into. But, like, I'll watch, like, the summon animations for, like, you know, like, summons that I could never get. But, like... I don't
0: know. You don't watch playthroughs?
1: No, I mean I know you're interested. Like you're okay with watching people's.
0: I watch playthroughs because I don't play video games, so right. I don't play them. I watch playthroughs of them. like... Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I realize I'm in the, I'm outside the like the normal curve on that. So like, I'm trying to understand like why people can watch that and, and find that entertaining.
0: I mean, oh, you see, you can understand why I do because I'm not. Gonna yeah, play yeah, because you, you don't you don't play the game. So, I'm gonna
1: watch it. So, so, you know, I
2: like watching them for sure. Um, I think that's part of why I watch him because, uh, I mean, I don't have enough money right now to buy Resident Evil 4 remake, ah. <laughs> but uh, um, so I was watching it, but also I'm doing some fan art, so I was like watching okay. it for reference. Oh, These are really so good answers, so. yeah. It
0: makes
2: sense, yeah. Um, but here I'll share this little cute music video that I really like. Um, by... Yeji, uh, okay. I love
0: Yeji. Yeah,
2: Yeji's awesome. Um, Thank you. And, and uh, actually, Rebecca Sugar helped on this as, as oh, well. Oh, okay. As, of cool. Art animators on there. That's um, so another little inspiration there. I watch this video all the time.
1: <laughs> Last minute um, question from Molo three hundred and sixty. What is your favorite anime? Um.
2: <laughs> uh, it's not I Neon Genesis
1: say, Evangelion, is it?
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> mm. It is. It's just one that really. I must have watched it in the prime time of my, you know, youth, teenage years, because, like, uh, I really b- relate to it, I guess you could say. Um, not directly, obviously, because the characters are kind of intense, I guess. but Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I. I, I I was a little depressed uh, little kid <laughs> Damn. as a teenager, you know. I was I was a little emo. Same. Um, so so I related to Shinji a lot, and I always wanted to be Misato because she was, like, that strong woman type or whatever, you know. Um, but, yeah, I will say Leon Genesis is my favorite of all time. Um, but I will say, like, Ghost in the Shell does a really yeah. quick second. It's um, good stuff like the animatrix was a big influence early on yeah, and the animatrix. um all the miyazaki movies as well like i i saw castle in the sky really early on and very Princess princess cool. um yeah as far as the enemies go um <laughs>
1: very cool well we are almost out of time and as promised there's a portion of the show where we let you shout out anything you want so if you want to promote yourself or drop some links or just say anything you want now you have a platform to do that
2: (laughs) gotcha thank you uh well first thing i wanted to offer up here i'll get a link real quick for y'all um I added more prints to my website, um, so if you guys are interested in any prints, stickers, um, even commissions, if you guys are interested in that, I am totally open to that, and here's my store link if Very you are cool. uh, so inclined to check it out. <laughs> um, or if you have any like commission ideas as far as fan art, I love doing fan art. I love doing Pokemon fan art, especially. Hell yeah. That's, that's actually one of the things that got me started, is doing like Pokemon drawings right. for people. And Drawing little like monsters. Involved from there, yeah. <laughs> um, also, I just wanted to bring up the the Sight Sounds and Conversations YouTube channel, because we moved most of the stuff on YouTube now. We were streaming on nice. Twitch for a while. Um, but now most of it's on YouTube. Um, if you're not sick of me talking, uh, there is another interview I did with them recently. Hell yeah. I'll put a link of that previous episode up. Please do. Um, Yeah, so they had me on and a bunch of other artists. It's about six hours long, so just scroll through through and Check it out. Uh, mm-hmm. If you are a visual artist or animator or music person and would like to speak to us, get interviewed, or anything like that, we would love to have you on the show. Um, there's always an open door. Uh, we've had both Skelly and Young Sheer on our show, so
1: that's right, multiple I, times, baby.
2: Yeah, if. Codex can't respond to you always message me like I'm kind of the middle person now too so like yeah. if you're interested have a new album coming out like we are always open to putting more people out there with our show as well so like uh, I always have a great time editing stuff and if you're open to like doing visuals with me too I'm I'm all ears I'm all, <laughs> I'm mm, all nice. go on that nice so yeah there's little- a those were just a couple of links that I wanted to share with. All right.
1: You got a Patreon, don't you?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: please post the Patreon link.
2: It's also on my site there. Okay, uh, good. I I, I will post the link on that. Um, so I always forget about the Patreon. Sorry. No, you're good for my own self promotion. Um, so on the Patreon, I also take commissions, but, uh, mainly it's kind of like a little sticker club, um, if you subscribe at least two dollars, um, I'll send you uh, stickers of my latest artwork that I'm doing that month. And yeah, if if you're interested Hell in yeah. more, all you have to do is ask, and I have it open there for anyone who's interested.
1: <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, I don't have much going on. Uh, just uh, something for the upcoming Helios Three live stream event. And um, some live shows coming up this summer. Um, promotion just started for Midwest Aesthetic, which takes place in late July in Madison, Wisconsin. I'll be performing alongside such greats as A Hero, Van Gogh, Simple Syrup, Vape Error, Fire Tools, and the Queen Luxury Elite herself. And a couple other people whose names are escaping me. So, I can't remember the exact date. I feel like it's July 29th. It's a Saturday. In Madison, Wisconsin, it's a little mini econ. If you're within a handful of miles or or hours of driving or flying, you should come. Uh, It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a banger of a show. Don't know what I'm gonna be playing yet. It just depends on on how long um, they have me playing. Um, and then uh, yeah, some other stuff that's still being kind of worked out. Hopefully, be playing some more live shows. If you need somebody to fill out your lineup. Book me, I am driving eight and a half hours for this show. I'll fucking do it. You heard it on Hot Takes, wow. Skelly. We, you know what, man? It's worth it It's for a good time. Uh, I, I like driving. Damn it! What do you What do you got going on, Doc?
0: Uh, I have my party Eclipse coming up on Friday at the Seven Hundred Club. That is a dark synth witch house wave funk party and then i also play a bunch of like darker pop music with female vocalists like purity ringer grimes and stuff like that and churches and then uh the next week after that may 4th at the dolphin in philadelphia is terminally chill and that's coming back and that's going to be myself and vape error and mr hideyoshi uh djing that awesome wish i could be there for that there's information in the
1: links. For both Thanks for linking, parties. man. Anything else? Nope,
0: that's it for now.
1: That's 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 a hell of uh, of an upcoming roster, though. Nonetheless, that's enough for now. Couple yes. couple bangers, y'all. Give uh give Sega Octopus a follow. Buy yes. her work. Um, sub to her Patreon. Um, check out her shit. Um, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for giving us Thank your you. evening. Uh, loved getting to know you better
2: thanks for having me I'm so glad to have to you guys
1: the feeling is very mutual absolutely um, if you're a fan of hot takes guys follow us on our socials uh, here's the link tree right here if you like me or if you like Skelly follow us as well just saying you know one or both of us has got some good shit out there check out the new Spotify playlist sent to us by Whitewoods. It's a 10-track playlist with some of his favorite 80s cinema soundtrack songs. If you enjoy arguing, debating, and geeking out about art, jump in our Discord server. We've got hundreds of people in there, and we just laugh and be silly and get to know each other and talk about hard-hitting thoughts on art and music all day. And last but not least, if you feel so led, follow the donate link. All donations go straight back to the community and they help us upgrade our equipment so you can hear and see us better. And we commission our friends like Sega Octopus and Lunitas and PJ and B and and Epirita and DS Dude to create visual art for us. Um, Saving up for a new logo. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we appreciate those who've already donated. If you feel led to do so as well, we appreciate it. And we love you either way. Uh, Don't forget to join us in two weeks. That's going to be Monday, uh, May 8th at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern at twitch.tv slash hot takes vapor, where we'll be bringing on our good friend patch notes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're very excited <laughs>
1: about getting to know patch notes a little bit better. And, uh, we're going to run before we say goodbye to everybody. We're going to run the ad for neon nights. One more time, uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow night, every other Tuesday night at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. That's seven Pacific. We have a one-hour show that Lux puts on at her YouTube channel, which go ahead and drop the link in chat if you don't mind, where you can tune in and you can chat and you can listen to Lux's favorite Vaporwave picks. There's theme nights and overall uh, just just great compilations of, of Vaporwave music. You can all chat with each other, and she puts it all to a live uh, um, visuals as well. So um, we're going to run that ad. And uh, thanks for dropping the link. And thank you guys all for being here tonight, especially you, Sega Octopus.
2: Yeah, thank you. I had a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) On behalf of the Hot Takes community, good night and see you guys in two weeks.